This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. There I was, caught up with enjoying an NBA game on TV when my fun got cut by the noise of my phone blaring beside my thigh. I dropped my beer before attending to the call and saw it was Beth. The outcome of our conversation was brief, but it was enough to change the trajectory of the rest of my afternoon and practically my life onward. Beth told me she was on her way home, having been out for several hours, and that she was bringing a personal friend over. Someone whom we had discussed about the previous night. I told her that I would be home waiting. She ended the call and I dropped my phone and returned to watching the NBA game. The game wasn't as much fun as it had been before Beth called me. I drank some of my beer and it tasted a bit lukewarm in my mouth. Still, I tried to enjoy it while my heart rate quickened with anticipation of my wife returning home with her guest. I knew whom she was bringing with her. He had been the main subject of our daily conversation since the previous weekend when she opted to venture out on a date with him. That occurred due to persistent prodding from me. Beth had assumed reluctance at first that I was forcing my fetish agenda upon her. It was a good thing that one of her friends, Megan, who currently indulged wholeheartedly in such a lifestyle, convinced her to go ahead and do it. I do owe Megan a lot for her kind support. It was nearing a half hour when I heard a car pull into our driveway. I rose to my feet and approached the window looking out into the front yard. By this time, I had downed a second can of beer and felt buzzed but with my faculties still intact. I pushed aside the curtains and saw it was Megan. Both side doors opened and she came out of the driver's side while her mystery date came out of the passenger's side. He was a young black man wearing a short sleeve shirt and khaki pants. I could hear them talking but couldn't make out what it was as they then approached the front door. I left the window and rushed to meet them at the door. The front door opened seconds before I got there and Megan entered with her friend, whom she introduced to me as Kevin. Hi, Kevin, I shook his hand after Megan introduced us. You care for something to drink? Actually, he does, said Megan. How about you both go sit down while I bring the drinks? I told her I didn't require any as I still had one. Kevin and I went and sat across from each other in the living room and waited for Megan to arrive. She returned with two beers and passed one to Kevin while she sipped hers. Megan picked up the TV remote and pressed the mute button, then sat facing me. Honey, you've met Kevin, my friend, whom you asked me to go out with last week, she said courteously. 
Kevin and I have been seeing each other these past couple of days. Aside from some foreplay here and there, we've done nothing serious because I wanted to let you know when that time comes. I figure that time is now, which is why I brought him home to introduce to you. Okay, I said. I have considered this, and I've come to the conclusion that I want to carry out having steady sex with Kevin, she continued. We're going to have sex whether here at home, over at his place, or wherever else we feel like it. I'm giving him carte blanche to use me and fuck me however he wants and to come inside me as many times he can. There will be times when I might call you to come and watch us fuck, but those times are going to be few and far between. Kevin is going to turn me into his whore, and that's what I want to become. That means that you and I aren't ever going to be having sex anymore. You might not like that situation, but I want you to know that I don't fucking care. This is how it's going to be from this day forth. And also, if ever I need my pussy cleaned out, you're going to be the one to fit the bill. And if ever Kevin demands you to clean his cock for him, I want you doing that with no questions asked. Is that care, darling? I was flabbergasted and at a complete loss for words that I could barely move. This was everything I'd wanted from Beth ever since I suggested to her this lifestyle. Yet, it hit me like a brick that I was now seeing a different part of my wife. A part that I never knew before existed. Yes, I carefully replied. That's all very clear, Han, as long as you're happy and satisfied. Good. Now, Kevin and I will go upstairs and he's going to fuck me in our bed. I might call on you later to come over and watch, or I might not. In any case, I'll leave the door unlocked in case you wish to spy on us. Megan turned to Kevin, who had been sitting nonchalantly quiet and sipping his beer the entire time. Are you ready to fuck me, babe? Hell yeah, bitch, Kevin answered. Thought you'd never ask. Come on then, let me show you the best part of the house, she smiled and reached for his hand. Kevin dropped his beer, and together, they left the room without bothering to look at me. I sat there and watched them march up the stairs until they slipped from view. I listened to the sound of their footsteps above my head until I heard the slam of the bedroom door, and then there was silence. I picked up the TV remote and unmuted it, then resumed watching the game. It wasn't five minutes before I heard my doorbell ring. I muted the TV and went to see who it was, first stopping to look through the peephole before turning the lock and opening the door to my friend and neighbor, Robbie. Hiya, Jeff, Robbie smiled. Am I too late? Has the game started already? You're way late, Rob, but come on in. The Knicks are currently trashing the Cavaliers 50 to 10. What took you so long, anyway? Carmen needed to take the car, except it was acting funny. It needed some oil change, and that's what I've been doing since. Sorry about that. How's Beth? She's upstairs, but you needn't worry about her. She's way too busy to care about sports. That's great, Rob said as he came and got himself a chair. You got any beers left? Got beer well enough, Jeff replied. Stay your butt and I'll be right back. I went into the kitchen and soon returned with a beer and a bottle of peanuts. 
I gave Rob the beer and munched on some peanuts while also sipping my beer. Suddenly, there came a loud thumping noise above our head. Rob frowned as the noise was followed by Beth's whimpering moans and cries that blended in sync with the loud thumps. I plopped back in my chair and unmuted the TV to continue watching the game. I could feel Rob giving me a bewildered look as I sat there, seeming unconcerned by the familiar noise of sex going on upstairs. Jeff, that noise is coming from your upstairs, right? It sure is, Rob, I answered casually. It's Beth, and she's upstairs, getting fucked by her lover. Who? His name's Kevin. She returned home with him minutes, before you got here. Come on, let's enjoy the game. I turned to Rob and took a slight amusement at the demented look he gave me like I had told the world's nastiest joke and he didn't know whether to laugh or not. The thumping continued relentlessly along with Beth's moans while I focused on the New York Knicks, kicking the Cleveland Cavaliers but on my TV screen.